and welcome to Two Ghouls, One Brain Cell. You have a lot of options when it comes to horror movie podcasts. But we're the worst! I'm, I really wish I also had a mermaid tail and a Barbie body, Teresa. And I'm lesbian man-eating mermaid enthusiast star. <laughs> yep, that's just a fact. I told you it was a fact. I'm like, no, no, no. I have no joke for my opening. It's just facts. We're only doing facts this episode. This is a very realistic, very hard hitting. I mean, those were jokes, but here's another fact. This is one of my absolute favorite movies. <laughs> You're very valid. Thank you. So what movie are we watching today, Teresa? Or had we watched, you know. We're watching The Lure. It's a 2015 Polish film by... Alright, let me... I've been trying to practice her name. We'll see if I get it. Shit, I don't think I can. Agnieszka Smoksinska. That sounds about right, right? Yeah, I I really hope so. Agnieszka Smoksinska. Yes. Yes. So, Teresa, I mean, so you had heard of this movie before. Yes, through but you. from me, but from me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I have to say something right off the back. Um, I am from Philadelphia, so I pronounce water like water. <laughs> and yeah, and Teresa finds it very funny. Um mm-hmm. I'm going to try to pronounce it correctly for this very water-filled movie, but Teresa will most likely giggle at me because I feel like I'm going to have to fuck it up sometimes. <laughs> you know, just just do just do you. I I, I love it. I love your water escapades. You know, when you go to the water also- and you need the John, you know? <laughs> You say them so wrong. When you say them, it kind of hurts me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I also have a hard time pronouncing the title of this movie, which is why I had Teresa introduce it. Um, We'll see if I can get through this whole movie avoiding saying... The lure. The the lure. Lure? Lure. The lure. Yeah. Lure. Lure. I feel like you're just Lord? overthinking it. I am. It's the same thing where how I couldn't pronounce worm. No, no, no. It's warm. Warm. That's how it's pronounced. There's just so many words I can't pronounce, and I never knew I was pronouncing them wrong until wait, I went like, to Philadelphia. Wait, like warm? Like warm water? Yes. Or warm? Yes. Like worm? Yes, I would pronounce it. I put a... Uh, let me give you a sentence as an example. I put a bowl of worm water on the radiator. Oh, I love it here. <laughs> I put I put that juan filled with worm water on the radiator, and that's the most Philadelphia <laughs> sentence I've said I've said ever. I'm so happy. <laughs> Let's get into this um, Polish movie. If I pronounce, I'm gonna try really hard to pronounce these words correctly, but I just had to get my accent out of the way because mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know Teresa's gonna be chuckling at it. And <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, so we start with this really cool art of mermaids and men's skulls and eating them up, and that's how you know this is a fabulous and fantastic movie that I love and appreciate. <laughs> yeah, I was really impressed by the beginning, like 
I don't, don't want to say animation, but like illustrations. Yeah. yeah, it's like illustrations with little bits of um animation in them. Yeah. Motion graphics, illustrated motion graphics. I don't Damn, know. you sound like you have a bachelor's in fine art. Well, I thank you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> ah, me as well. Yeah, so the movie opens up. So the time period, it's never officially stated, but it's implied that it is in 1980s Poland, which was Soviet, when Poland was still under Soviet control. Mm-hmm. Which I find very fascinating, especially since, Teresa, you were also un lived in a country that was at one point under soviet control yeah my i didn't live through it but my mom did no yeah and your mom you know she has stories yeah yeah and my father was stalked by the kgb it was fun (laughs) iconic iconic Mm -hmm. yeah so the director agniska smolsinska her mom actually ran two different nightclubs during uh soviet uh poland whoa yeah and so agniska i believe was born i did research i know crazy right so poland i believe was under soviet control until 1989 Mm -hmm. and i think agniska was born in 1984 so she lived uh so she basically grew up as a little kid under um, Soviet, Soviet rule, which is pretty yeah. cool. I don't know. What would you call it? Soviet rule? Soviet control? Yeah, both are fine. But I don't know if it's pretty cool. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I guess it's it's more cool. Yeah, that's a good catch. No, it's... Uh, actually, she was born in 1978. So she actually oh. spent a lot of her time under Soviet control. Yeah, no, it's not cool, but it's, like, really interesting backstory for mm-hmm. this. And the writer, Robert Bolesto, he approached Agniska and was like, okay, I had two friends who were sisters who grew up going to nightclubs during Soviet-Polish rule, mm-hmm. and he had all these stories about them. And she was like, whoa, what a coincidence. My mom owned two Polish Soviet <laughs> nightclubs, and I grew up there. Like, she described it as growing up full of, like, she, this is a quote, that was my kind of playground, full of erotica, vodka, and sadness. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, that's just a little background. I have more facts to pepper in throughout the episode, because... I am not only a music nerd, but also a history nerd. Great. And you're I'm just very cool. a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I'm very cool. That's why I have a horror movie podcast. <laughs> so Yeah, so we, up, we open up on the three people. So these are the members of the band we, liter- we mm-hmm. later learn are called Figs and Dates. And only the young boy has a name. It's Mietek. And Oh, I didn't catch that. Uh, she only says it once, but the plot descriptions on the internet always say his name. Mm. How about you describe the opening, Teresa, since I keep getting sidetracked? Yeah, so they are. they see them playing on the 
on the on the side of the beach. I guess they're all drunk and playing music to nobody, and mm-hmm. they get entranced by it, and so they want to go. The woman leaves. Uh, no, 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 Teresa. What? They all get horny for their singing. <laughs> yeah, but no, the woman doesn't leave. Yeah, so the mermaids are singing their siren yeah. song. To lead the men in, yes. Yeah, also we'll be interchanging between mermaid and siren because in Poland it's the same word for both. It's just sirena or sirena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the woman doesn't run away though, but you're right. The two men get lured in. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. But then she yeah, comes no, back but the and woman... screams. Oh, that's she what She just you... walks okay, away, yeah. She just like walks away to get something. Oh, yeah, and when she comes back, she sees that the two men are being transfixed, and she lets out, like, a blood-curdling scream. Yeah. I also have in my notes that um, Zlota looks like Grimes in this moment. Who looks like Grimes? Zlota. Golden. (laughs) I don't know their Polish names. I only know them as Golden and Silver. Oh, okay. (laughs) So Zlota... Is Zolta is golden? Yeah, and then Strebra. Okay. Is it Strebra or Strebra? Because in Czech it's Strebra, but Strebra, I think, is silver. Awesome. <laughs> I'll say their <laughs> English names for you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, we should. I feel. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can say their names in Polish. I just, I'll try to remember what you mean by who is who. Um, yeah, well, either way, she looks like Grimes, and I, I thought for a split insult. second, I was like, what? <laughs> don't insult Golden like that. <laughs> please. Please don't, please don't insult Golden like this. <laughs> I, I have a big crush on Golden, and I can tell you for a fact, I do not have a crush on Grimes. <laughs> yeah, but the woman screams, and it is a hard cut because this movie has so many hard cuts which is Mm -hmm. awesome to a discotheque music and the woman is singing a cover of i feel love i feel love i feel love i feel love (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of singing in this but again if i do it bad i don't think we can get copywritten so again i don't think anyone's listening to us my dad had listened a little bit to our podcast and that makes me a little nervous (laughs) Yeah, how does your dad feel about swears? <laughs> My dad's fine. I'm more worried about other things, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't know what you could be talking about. <laughs> yeah, so we're following the owner of the discotheque through the various rooms and he's like, "I smell fish. Who the fuck has fish?" and everyone's like partying and dancing and drinking and they're like, "We don't have any fish." Mhm. <laughs> Even the cooks are dancing, just vibing. The lady at the the coat checkout thing, she's just vibing. She's knitting. She's knitting. You know, just the old lady that lives at the discotheque knitting. <laughs> There's a lot of hot women in this. Like, the chef is just, like, a hot woman with, like, her blouse undone and, like, a gold belt around her apron. And I'm like, I love you. Yeah, she's I just ready you know to party at a moment's notice. She's like, all right. Cooking's done for the night. Now to get lit. Everyone in this movie is constantly drunk and smoking. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That's just the Slavic lifestyle. Hell yeah, brother. Mm. All right. So the owner goes into the back room and sees Golden and Silver, who are the mermaids, but they now have legs. But it's not just that they have legs, because the band, the, the grown man in the band who has no name, points out something very uh, interesting about them. And Teresa, what is that? They have no butt or vagina. They're all smooth. All smooth. Like dolls. They're Barbies. Yeah. But then he sprinkles water on them. And I love the designs of these tails. They're just so long and sea monstery. And they don't. Yeah, they're kind of gross. I love them. And I love them because when they had initially working with the special effects company, mm-hmm. the director had originally come up with like, a normal, like, the sexy mermaid tail mm-hmm. that's, like, short with, like, the two fins at the end. And I forget who, but someone was like, Agnieszka, you are pushing the boundaries with so much else in this movie. Why do you want to just have a normal tail? And she was like, you're so right. And then they went back to, um, I believe, a painting someone had done for her of these just long... Oh, they're so good. Like, long mm-hmm. eel-like tails with spines... Um, there's, there's, there's a little something X. Oh, and everything always says they're mucus covered. I'm like, okay. (laughs) But there's a little something extra to these tails. Isn't that right, Teresa? They got a vagina at the end. Yeah, towards the end of it. It's a weird spot. Yeah, you'd think it would be like further up, but. You know, it's like we said about aliens. It's like, if you're going to be a mythical creature, why have your design match humans? Yeah, it's true, I guess. I feel like if you're going to be a sea creature, it's so much cooler to have this long seven-foot serpentine tail. (laughs) It's, ugh, makes me horny, baby. And we'll see in this movie, men are cowards, but lesbians... Lesbians will fuck mermaids no matter what, and that is why we are superior. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know. I think okay, that brings us to the scene where he sees them in and the old it's the old guy who owns the club. Um mm-hmm. was he gonna fuck them? I was very confused because I assumed he was. Yeah. Yeah. So that just means that yeah. um the the lady brought them in. Just to be fucked by the owner, which, um, no, yeah, <laughs> maybe I think they just brought her in because they were part of the act, but they were like, okay, before we bring them into our act, we have to like tell our owner what's up. And mm. the owner, you know, it is really gross, but like this movie is like all about how like women are overly sexualized by men and that kind of stuff. And objectified. Because the guy, he just, like, sticks his finger in with, like, no warning. And he, like, smells it. And the band guy is like, yeah, it's pretty fishy. And the owner's (laughs) like, eh, eh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's it's not that bad just because they're sexy. Yeah, but then there's also, like, why drag queens would call each other fishy. Because, you know, they would say because women's vaginas... And not only women have vaginas, I have to point that out right now. We are aware. 
but they would say that vaginas smell like fish. And so that's why drag queens would call very feminine queens fishy. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I I think I knew it for a while, but I remember watching Dragula and one of the contestants uh, was like someone had said the word fishy and she got really mad at that and then like went on kind of like a rant explaining why it's not okay. Um, oh, but some some queens are still okay with it. Um, I think it's kind of funny. We've all been yeah. there when you've got a, a fishy day and you're like, mm. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember sometimes the fucking a girl's bathroom in my high school would just sound smell like the fucking fish market. I'm like, is every what? single girl in this school on their fucking period? And of course, I had no room to talk because I was probably also on my period. I was like, is everyone on their fucking period here? Why does this smell like we're down by the docks? Wait, that's crazy. That's <laughs> that's a little much. Did that ever happen to you? No. Okay, well, I went to a giant public high school, so there was like a fuck ton of people. Okay, you know what did happen to me, though? What? There. So th- one day, like... We were, like, someone, like, came out of the bathroom and was, like, yo, someone just shat all over the walls. <laughs> the girls <laughs> that- <laughs> And to oh this day, God. we have no idea who it was. And then we used to call them the phantom shitter. That's really, honestly, that's a talent to be able to shit on a wall. That takes uh, aerodynamics. Like- physics yeah it was like covered all over the like bathroom stall (laughs) that reminds me of one time so like i don't really have qualms of pooping in public i know i probably should but i've been drinking coffee yeah i've been drinking coffee since i was 10 and so (laughs) i poop very frequently and i remember one time i was like in the art room and this one girl, her name was Karen, mm-hmm. came in and she was like, someone was just shitting <laughs> oh, yeah. in the bathroom and wasn't like, didn't even care. She was like, I got it on my Snapchat and I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, I was just in the bathroom. She was like, were you pooping? And I'm like, yeah, you poop in the bathroom. And she was like, no, you don't poop in public bathrooms. And I'm like. Then where the fuck am I supposed to poop? <laughs> Karen? Her name literally was Karen. <laughs> okay, we gotta get back to this. But this movie is about puberty and, you know, uh, your body growing. Uh, yes. My dog is passed out behind me. But yeah, okay. so, but the girl... Oh, and the... I just think this is, like, a good hint to throw... Not a hint, but, like, a cool fact to throw in where the club owner's like, well, if you guys are mermaids, how'd you learn to speak Polish? And they were like, oh, on the beach in Bulgaria. And I'm like, that's cool. That's just, like, a cool thing of, like, world building to throw in, I think. Yeah. I guess there... I don't know. I guess a lot of Bulgarians speak Polish? I guess so. Or a lot lot of Polish people... Or a lot of Polish people hang out in Bulgaria over the summer. Maybe. 
Oh, but the girls, um, they're like, they've been out of the water for too long, so they're drying out. Mm-hmm. And they gotta pick them up and throw them into the pool. And so I watched the first half of this with my friend Molly from the Thing episode. She had a mm-hmm. lot of questions. <laughs> and she was like, oh, so mermaids can just swim in chlorinated water now? And I'm like, shut up. They're allowed to do what they want. <laughs> Technically, all water is a little bit chlorinated. Like... Even our tap water is a little bit chlorinated. I don't know if that's a fact or not, but I'm not going to dispute it because I have no facts either. Well, okay. Tap water usually has a tiny bit of chlorine in it, yes, to clean it. Word. All right. So the girls then go to Sazam, which is this really cool, very like Soviet brutalist style mall. That apparently uh-huh. they got to record this really awesome, like, fun shopping montage. This is a musical, by the way. We said that. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so this is one of the musical numbers, and it's really fun. It's very, like, 80s shopping montage. And apparently mm-hmm. they got to do this basically for, like, five cents because I, almost as soon as they finished this, they totally demolished this mall. Yeah, th- those are those types of malls are a dying breed. We have one uh, downtown as well. Uh, And man, that thing is really kind of creepy when you go into it. Like no (laughs) one's ever there. It's just like, all it is is just like layers and layers of just old people clothes and just depression. (laughs) I love that. Uh, That sounds like my kind of place. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of it. It was sometimes they have cool pop up shops there though, because the entire like top half is um like not ever filled. Yeah, I just I I really like weird architecture and like cool kind of like liminal spaces, you know. Yeah, communist uh department stores. I know it's kind of like um, what what's the word like? Brutalist? No, it's like a word. It's like an ox. Oh, an oxymoron. Communist shopping center is like. An oh oxymoron. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's a little ironic, huh? Hey, but people need clothes. Yeah, man. Well, technically, if it's communist, you should give me those clothes for free, bitch. Nah, you got you got bonds, and fuck. You still got paid. Just everyone oh. got paid this the same. Unless you worked for the Communist Party, and then you got paid. Yeah, more. unless exactly, it's 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 animal farm shit, baby. Mm. Everyone's equal, but some people are a little bit more equal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, a little bit after this, we learn that the sisters can communicate telepathically, and humans can't understand it. But it's really cool because it sounds like undersea noises, like kind of like whale noises and like chirps and like gurgles and stuff and it's really yeah. cool i love that i love when they like i love actually the subtle like ocean noises uh, and like yeah. ominous clicks and whale whistling <laughs> yeah and i love that the subtitles don't, don't always tell us what they're saying but in this moment of telepathy it says that the girls are deciding to hang out in poland a bit more before swimming to america yeah I kind of would be curious to see them in America instead of communist Poland. Yeah, 
but just, a, just like the juxtaposition of them being in Poland and then it's just me it, a alternate universe <laughs> yeah no this movie is just like super European so it would be it'd be really mm-hmm. weird if it was like in, in America it'd have like such a different tone that's what I'm saying I would I would love to see it though the, the juxtaposition yeah if you know if everything worked worked out it'd be cool to see them in America you know yeah yeah, but it's then, now that we learned that the three people they met on the beach are part of a band called Figs and Dates, and they have these awesome yes. pilot and flight attendant looks. They're all sequined and really cool. I love the outfits in mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah, they're they're really cute. Yeah, and so they're performing their bit, and the girls start as just backup singers, like, dancing on their Barbie legs, but then... Partway through the performance, they go into this really cool glass tub of water, and they turn into mm-hmm. mermaids. It's part of the performance, and the people are loving it. They are. It's 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 such a success, and I would have died as well. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's like so often from this movie, I'm just like, I just wish I was here, vibing and having the time of my life. I love movie again. This movie has my two favorite, two of my favorite things. Mermaids and music. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Silver, unfortunately, has a crush on Mitek, who looks like the Polish Evan Peters. You know, the mm-hmm. guy from yes. American Horror Story? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. He does. Right. He, I, I hate this man. I hate this man so much. This man's a fucking cunt. And I have a hard He's time. He's the worst. I have a hard time often knowing if men are supposed to be attractive just because I'm not attracted to men. Is this man supposed mm-hmm. to be attractive? Yeah, he's attractive. I would say so. He, he just has... He is? He's just an asshole, yeah. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if he... Because, like, I was watching this with Molly, who is also a lesbian, and so both of us are just like, he's so gross. He's just so gross. But I guess for people who are actually attracted to men, he he is attractive. Yes, you were saying. Yeah, he okay. is. But he's just he's just he's gross, like in personality. That's for oh, sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then Golden's not having it. She wants to go back to the ocean and also eat people. So yes, <laughs> because of this, Golden. I mean, you can't blame her. No, can't blame her. I I understand. And then Golden leaves the bar. With some leather jacket guy, and we cut away for a bit to um, Silver seeing the woman of the band giving head to someone, uh, probably the man of the band, because it seems like they're in a relationship. But then we cut back to Golden, and she's in the car with the dude um, by the water, and you better believe she is eating this man alive. Yes. You love to see it. So good. We yeah. really love to see it. Yeah, and these mermaids, they specifically, they go after the throat, and then they go after the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the heart is the most important snack. Yeah. because has you, all the nutrients. <laughs> it sure do. Because you see her then afterwards, she has t- transformed into a mermaid, and she is pulling herself out of the car and along the beach with the heart in her mouth, Mm -hmm. you know, into the water so she can enjoy her snack properly. Absolutely. You love to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I just have a note now that it's really, again, the very, like, Europeanness of this is just that, like, the girls are just so often naked. And in, like, Europe, nudity, Europe and, like, so many other countries, basically anywhere that's not America, nudity is just so much more, like, natural and, like, accepted. And these girls are mermaids. They've been naked their whole life. Like, there's literally Mm -hmm. no reason for them to feel any shame whatsoever. Yeah, they just chill and walk it around having a ballad but naked, you know? We'd love to see it. I love it so much. I wish America could be more like it because I hate wearing a shirt sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and I just... Yeah, but they got such small titties, like, you know... <sighs> yes, I I feel I like know. it's a lot harder when you have bigger titties. <laughs> yes, I do have bigger titties, but I just... Listen... I just want to be able to walk around with my floppy titties out sometimes, you know? Sorry I don't have yeah, I perfect know. little mermaid boobies. <laughs> well, I don't either, but I'm just saying, like, the weight boobs. is you have, a lot. You have, you have I, very good I, boobs. I, I, yeah, I've got big boobs. I love and the weight is a lot without a bra sometimes, so... <laughs> I, lo- I love them. I, Thank queen, you. Queen, I would hold them for you. Thank you. I would hold yours, too. (laughs) I love it. I love the solidarity. But and then I also think it's cool. This is why I think it's really important that this movie has a woman director, because um, Mm -hmm. with the actresses that played Golden and Silver, like she gave them like multiple days, like on set to like get comfortable with being naked. And you can really see Mm -hmm. that in the actresses because they never once feel like ashamed or uncomfortable And then it also helps Mm -hmm. that when they're naked as women, they always have these like prosthetics covering their vaginas Mm -hmm. and buttholes. Yeah, it's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I just, I love that. It's, it's awesome. It's how I wish life was. Yes, and speaking of them being naked, the next scene is uh, Silver trying to seduce the shitty man. Yeah, she gets in the tub and gets her tail pussy out, but he's a coward. And he's a, such a coward. But then she sucks his dick and, and everything's okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was wondering about that. I literally, like, before, because I literally have the note, what that mouth do, though. Because it's like, I mean, even if you don't want to fuck her tail pussy, she got, she got that mouth. But yeah, this is yeah, another... I- what sad well i was gonna say he's like he says like you're an animal to me and i'm like then why the fuck are you like playing with her heart like this you're absolutely he's such a cunt he's like i hope you know i only see you as an animal anyway i'm still gonna let you suck my dick i'm like (sighs) what oh (laughs) me tech Mitek, you need to stop playing with this girl. She is, she is a, you got a mermaid in love with you. You need to stop playing these games with her. Oh, she also, yeah. I, I don't know if this comes back later, but she like rips off one of her scales and like gives it to him as a gift as long as he kisses mm-hmm. her. And then they yes. do kind of like a dream sequence of her sucking his dick underwater and then it goes into um, one of my favorite songs. They do this cool duet. Um, even if you don't watch this movie, the entire soundtrack is on Spotify. And I recommend it because I love it. Yeah, it's really good. This one's like... 
I was kind of hoping you would join me and we'd do a little romantic duet, but it's okay. No, uh, I I don't remember the songs that fast, man. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, it's like this is only... I think it's only my second time watching this, but this movie lives in my mind constantly and I listen to the soundtrack a lot, so it's like, it's just in there, man. <laughs> and I have like two of my favorite songs and this is one of them. Yeah. Also, earlier when they are in the t- in the, the stage glass tub, mm-hmm. I was so excited because I was like, that's the poster you made. Yeah! Oh, yeah, maybe I'll post it on our Instagram. Yeah, I made um, for one of my uh, junior thesis projects, I made a bunch of horror movie posters for my favorite movies. And since the lure is one of my favorite movies, I, of course, did it, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember I remember your lore one, your cam one, mm-hmm. and then which other ones did you do? I also did Jennifer's Body, the 1973 yes. Wicker Man, which is actually my favorite movie. And uh-huh. I did one for Mandy, but that one, that one I actually never got the design officially approved by the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was it, I think. Okay. Yeah, but that was really fun. I feel like that really shows my taste in movies. <laughs> I really like European movies. I don't know why. I think it's, again, it's because all my favorite horror movies have a lot of naked women in them. <laughs> and, wow. But it's like, I love casual nudity. Like, probably the most influential movie scene in my life is in the original Wicker Man where the woman is dancing naked and banging on a wall. That (laughs) scene really lives in my head rent-free. It is so important (laughs) to me. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, so and then the next time the girls perform, they are officially... Um, given the name of their group called The Lure. And my yes. my voice to text notes are so shady. Do you want to know how they spelled my pronunciation of Lure? How? L-U-E-R. Lure. L-U-O-E-R. Lure. Yeah, huh. <laughs> lure? Is it Lure or Lure? Lure? Lure. 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 Yes? Lure. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But this is the one <laughs> where the girls finally get to do like their own performance. That's like the two of them as the main vocals, not just backups. And they are mm-hmm. fucking killing it. Yeah. They're fucking sexy rockers. Yeah, like with this their mohawk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They got the the high mohawk, slick back hair, they got their sequin outfits, mm-hmm. they got the um uh what who's who's the lady from Blade Runner who has uh Pris? She they have like the Pris like black eyeshadow oh, across yeah. the eyes. It's sexy. And then they make out. It's great. They sure do. Oh, and the sexy lesbian lady is there and you know you know Golden you know Golden's making eyes at her. She says, I know you wanna yeah. fuck this this tail pussy. <laughs> I see you looking. I see you looking. Yeah, and it's awesome. These people are going nuts. And this is when I'm really like, man, I just wish I was there. Oh, it looks like <laughs> such a good fucking time. 
Yeah, they're all getting like possessed by their music, Hell and it's yeah. great. Love it. <laughs> the people crawling on the floor, just getting <laughs> super fucked up. People are like, well, she said she was like um, inspired by Fosse for this, since Poland doesn't really have its own musicals. So I think like Fosse's mm-hmm. like famous for like his undulating masses of people and. If I were to describe this as anything, it is most certainly an undulating mass of people. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. We had been getting um, cuts to this dude with two uh, big scars on his head. And his name, we learn, is Triton. And he is also... I a- love him. You love... You're gonna, you're gonna fuck this merman, Teresa? I'll, I'll, I'll fuck any mermaid, merman. Are you gonna fuck his tail penis? <laughs> we don't know how yes. the genitalia... We, we don't get to see his tail. We don't know how his genitalia works. Yeah, I feel like if it's like a actual fish, he would just squirt his cum out of a hole. Ah, his cloaca. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and he... Uh, he so Triton. This movie is also it's two of its main inspirations were Han Christian Andersen's original The Little Mermaid and Homer's mm-hmm. um, The Odyssey's Mermaids, I believe. And Triton. Oh. I don't know if Triton's the name of Ariel's dad in the original, but he's the name of the uh, dad Ariel's dad in the Disney version, which they tried really hard mm-hmm. not to like you know, base it off of, which I think they did a good job. This movie is a uh, pretty different. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. So the- yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because everyone has uh, the Disney version as their main uh, source of the little mermaid. Yeah. But the original so. one, like all original fairy tales are super fucked up. Yeah. Yes. Well, what? I don't know. The sea foam—that's not that fucked up. It just sucks. It it sucks <laughs> that a woman has to die if the man decides to marry someone else. Yeah, yeah. But Triton explains. So Triton apparently was uh, got to have horns at one point. He says a fisherman, which I wish we saw. It, horns are also very sexy. I wish every mermaid got to have horns. Right. Yeah, he says a, mer- a fisherman broke off one, and then he broke off the other, and he's kind of like, I guess he's here to like give facts and wisdom and like mermaid lore, L O R E. Yeah, and he tells Golden that if Silver falls in love with a human, but he marries someone else, she'll turn into sea foam the day um, after he gets married. Yeah. Which is fucked, but also similar to the original Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. And then we cut back to um, the hot lady. Uh, oh, this is uh, one of my favorite scenes, you know. So the hot lady at mm-hmm. the bar, um, Golden and her hook up. And, uh, well, basically the hot lady meets Golden out behind the club. And she's like, hey, I know you fucking ate that dude. And Golden's like cool cool allow me to seduce you with music 
And you know, yes. it's really awesome. I love it. It's so cool. So the girls like hang out and they're doing their own duet. <laughs> and like I said, mermaid, I mean, lesbians are not cowards. She licks the spines of that tail and she fucks that tail pussy. Hell yeah. I love it. But lesbians. she also, yeah, also almost tries to shoot her. Yeah. In the head. Yeah, she do she do pull a gun and uh, kind of kills the mood. And you see Golden, she has her sharp teeth out. And that's another like thing I love about this mermaid design is that like when they're about to feed, they get these like really cool sharp teeth. And mm-hmm. so she has them out and you see her like going closer to the lady cop's neck, but it's it's kind of implied that she eats her, but then you see the lady cop later on the TV, so I guess she lets her go. But it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because I thought that she was it, maybe she just had a little little snack and then you know we don't see put her in her place. Yeah, we don't <laughs> see the lady's neck because next time we see her, she's in her cop uniform with her collar up. So maybe she just took mm-hmm. a little nibble and was like. Thank you uh, for not objectifying me and treating me like a gross animal. Uh, but also, <laughs> you're a cop, so a little bit of a nibble. Uh, don't fuck with me. Also, also the immediate next scene is um, <laughs> the late lady lead singer mm-hmm. uh, getting her <laughs> breastfeeding the two mermaids who, and also being a mermaid. Hell yeah. Yeah, and this is another dream sequence because it cuts to her um, having sex with the uh, guy, the older guy member of the band, and she accuses him of smelling like fish, and therefore like implying that he has fucked the mermaids, and he's like, I just ate herring. And people eat herring a lot yeah. in this movie, so it's very believable. Yeah, Herring's really fucking good. And Is it? He doesn't seem like he'd be the one to... No. He would fuck them. Thankfully, he's quite respectful of the girls because he seems to like his wife. Yeah, I don't know if they're married. Their relationship's never, like, gone into detail. But, yeah, he never really makes, like, sexual advances on the mermaids. And But I think just, like... The woman is inherently, unfortunately, jealous. She has, like, a weird relationship. It's like, she thinks of the mermaids kind of like her pseudo-daughters, but she's Mm -hmm. also, like, kind of jealous of them, probably because of, like, their youth and their Mm -hmm. singing abilities, because you see, like, posters of her when she was a younger singer around uh, their apartment and stuff, so it's like a a weird relationship, you know? Yeah. Is herring good? I've never had it. It's really good. I, I love any kind of fish dish. Fish so. dish. I never had Polish herring, but I've had uh, not Latvian. The other one that starts with a no. Lithuanian? Yes, Lithuanian. Thank ah, you. <laughs> I got you, bro. Yeah, so then it cuts to, um, you know... So the the mermaids have been living with the figs and dates and the mm-hmm. uh the five of them are you know hanging out in their apartment watching the news. Yeah, they're having a good time. They're smoking. I think they're playing weird charades. They're they're like lip-syncing to a song. 
Like yes, yeah, like the guys doing like his thing and like his silver bathroom. The uh, mermaid gals are pretending to play trombone and all that stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, the but then the mood gets kind of like ruined because it cuts to the um, like you see the car that golden ate the dude in and they're talking <laughs> about the murder and they're like there's human and uh seemingly reptile traces leaving the car. yeah and, and they all like they all make a face like they know <laughs> what happened yeah it's like all of a sudden like everyone's like turns to golden they're like you ate that man didn't you and i'm like um bold assumption <laughs> yeah but on the tv this is also where i believe it's a it's a female cop reporting she looks a lot different out of her um fishnet body stocking um <laughs> so i i wasn't a hundred percent sure that it was the same woman but i'm pretty sure it is oh yeah i couldn't tell either yeah she's not as sexy now that she's not wearing her <laughs> cool club attire it's true yeah, but then the girls are, again, this is, like, a thing where we don't know what they're saying, but you hear the really cool, like, undersea noises, so you can tell that the yeah. girls are communicating tel- telepathically, and they get into a fight because Silver's really liking being a human, but and yeah. Golden is a bit more true to her, you know, animal tendencies, because... She's just doing what they've been doing their whole life, you know? Yeah. She doesn't she doesn't really she just wanted to be there and have some fun and leave. Yeah, she didn't want to get stay longer. Yeah, she didn't want to get attached to anything. And the girls, it's it's really cool how they fight. They fight like super animalistically, kinda like on all fours. Yeah. It's it's pretty dope. And we got their teeth out. Yeah, them sharp teeth. You love to see it. But then the um, older dude in the band goes out and he fucking punches them hard. Well, first of all, the girls, um, while they're fighting, they start singing to each other. And then the more they sing, the like less they're fighting and the more they're just kind of like, you know, like <laughs> Yeah, they're chilling. getting over it. Yeah, they're getting over it. Yeah. But while they're singing, the um, older dude comes in and fucking punches them both in the face, giving them both uh, bloody noses. Which I thought was so funny because they look at him smiling with their <laughs> sharp teeth and he just like with both fists at the same time decks them and you're just like, what? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then they decide they have to throw them into the lake in um, body carpets. No, in carpets. Yeah. Like mafia style. They roll their bodies in carpets <laughs> and then dump them into the water and fucking Evan Peters guy throws up. Yeah. Because he just threw his fish girlfriend into the water which like why (laughs) i didn't really okay see this is this is like one of my questions in this movie is yeah but why (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because then they just come back and basically act like nothing happened yeah (laughs) um this is also not the only time that evan peter's guy will throw up in this movie um Basically, after they throw them into the water, it hard cuts to the humans fighting in the apartment. Like, it's. And getting super drunk. Yeah. It's vodka and sadness, you know? You know what? There it is. And then, like, this, they're fighting in the apartment intercut with 
the mermaids, um, they're still alive and they're kind of wandering around uh, the shore. And on the highway, mm-hmm. they spy two gay men making out on a motorcycle. And this is this is the only problematic thing they've ever done in this movie. They kill the two gay men and eat them. And oh, I didn't notice they were gay. I I I assume I assume they were. I thought they were two, I... two gay men, but who knows? Maybe I'm projecting. No, you're probably right. I I I think um. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it. I have the movie open right now next to me. Oh, cool. Nice. It's just like you can or... you can kind of tell that Silver's really mad at Golden because she she didn't want to go back to this life, but Golden yeah. is like sis, this is who, this is who we are. You're never going to be a human and Silver's like, "Well, fuck you. I am going to be human," you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then it cuts back to the humans all passed out. And then we have, like, this uh, random blonde singer lady walking around, and she puts IVs in all of them, and then they start singing. Because, you know... Yeah, who is this lady? Uh, I don't know. I think she's just kind of like a plot device lady thing. Kind of like a, a, like not a real human, kind of just like... Kind of like a green fairy, you know, just kind of like a dream muse, mayhaps, you know. Yeah, I guess like a music, like a musical, they have like almost like a narrator or something sometimes. So I guess she's just like a random narrator that comes in and gives them anti-hangover juice. Yeah, I remember the first time I watched this, I thought it was implied that they had like all killed each other because. The the song they're singing says poison a lot, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit, did they? And the blonde lady looks like she got choked to death. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, we we see pretty soon after that they're all alive because after this scene they all wake up singing, and then I believe it just kind of like cut like again i love all the hard cuts in this movie i think hard cuts are really funny and then it just cuts to them like back at the working at the club again and this is what you said how the girls just kind of like as if nothing happens return back to the club and go up to them in the back room and the guy who punched them's like sorry and gold's like it's fine (laughs) we're not mad at you and then fucking bites his thumb off yeah. <laughs> he, like, gives her a kiss on the hand. And she's uh-huh. like... <laughs> she's like, mm, yeah, no, it's fine. Chomp. And then that's when the uh, Mitek throws up again. He he cannot handle this shit. Well, he deserves it. Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't punch people, my guy. Uh, if you punch people, I guess <laughs> expect to get your thumb bitten off. That's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then it cuts to okay. Silver. It's at the bar, and she's smoking and drinking, and she just kind of tells this random man that she'll be getting a real pussy and that he can have her tail if he wants. But he's like, "Uh, no, I'm good." <laughs> Why would I want your tail? <laughs> he's very confused. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, and but yeah, this is a weird um. Yeah, I'll get into the tail 
cutting seed actually later. <laughs> yeah. So now we see Golden because earlier Triton had invited her to sing as part of his metal punk band. Yes. I've I've seen it called a punk band. I've seen it called a metal band. It they have like similar it's i'll just say like metal punk you know punk metal i feel like it's just i thought it was more punk yeah i thought it was more punk but then they also like do references to like famous slavic metal um things Hmm. in it so i think it's like kind of like a combination you know i mean sometimes the as as like a big metal fan and also i also like dip my toes into punk a lot like there's a lot Mm -hmm. of overlap you know yeah of course yeah Yeah. and so golden goes to the punk show it's it's fucking awesome you know the we got people moshing we're losing our shit and she goes on stage everyone's angry everyone uh, listen it's it may seem like anger but we're just all having a good time you know absolutely no it's like funny fun absolutely we love fun anger yeah, and it's funny because she goes on stage and tries to get the mic from the actual uh, lady singer of the band, and she fucking pushes her off, and she uh, crowd surfs. Yeah, it gets spat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. And then she gets crowd surfed back onto the stage, and she takes the mm-hmm. mic from Triton, and she, I love it. I think she, she did great. The crowd, they're really feeling it. We love it. We're moshing. And then Triton, <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, this is, like, a very famous metal thing to do is to have a live animal and bite its head off and spit into the audience, like... I mean, I'm not going to say it happens a lot, but when it has happened, it's been, uh, you know, it, it's been recorded in, you know, our tomes of metal history. <laughs> you know, it's just those crazy, crazy Scandinavians. I, Scandinavians and also uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Did Ozzy Osbourne do it? With, with a bat, unless this is just wow. a rumor, but it's like famous that Ozzy Osbourne, like, bit the head off of a bat but who knows maybe it's just legend because <laughs> i think i know about like live sacrifices from some scandinavian yeah and then bands. sometimes not only sacrifice sometimes they'll just get like dead animals or like disembodied body parts from like butchers or graveyards or roadkill mm-hmm. and they'll just use them it's it's a lot of especially like i believe in like the 90s uh during like when well, the black it was definitely early 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 like early 90s late 80s yeah i forget exactly when the uh the satanic panic no it's not satanic panic it doesn't really have to deal with satan it was like um death metal bands and fans were like burning cold like churches because the whole culture revolved around being like as hardcore and like as like metal and cl- and like awesome as possible like there was one dude mm-hmm. who would fucking i believe his name was death he would straight up just like bury his clothes like in a graveyard and then dig it up and put him on and then like put on his corpse paint yeah it's it's a fascinating history i love metal yeah it's very fascinating i i want to go to a metal concert again i Oh, I love it. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I haven't been to one in so long, even before the pandemic. 
We should go to one together. Yeah, we were gonna, didn't we? And then I was lazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I ended up having to go by myself, but it's okay because metal fans are nice people, so I met a lot of cool yeah. people there. It was fun. I had a similar experience when I wanted to go to see Asking Alexandria, and I realized, like, going alone actually can be more fun sometimes than, like, going with the people. Yeah. Because then you don't have to worry, like, oh, no, where did my friend go? Are they okay? You just vibe. You just do your own thing. Be like, no, I don't want to see this, per- this like, starting show. I'm going to go look at the merch now. Yeah. Yeah. For me, um, so my favorite band ever is Battle Beast, and they were the openers for Sonata Arctica. And I mm-hmm. was just, like... I like I had no qualms. I just spent all my energy pumping my fists and screaming along the first <laughs> half because and then uh, during the middle I got to go, I bought like so much of their merch and I even got like these really awesome pictures with them. It was <laughs> literally yeah. like one of the best days of my life. And then I had met like this really cool girl uh, like in the intermission and she was like, oh, yeah, last time I saw Sonata Arctica, they're like music like their volume mixing was pretty whack and I was like oh shit like how and then it started and I had to put I had like headphones in my pocket I had to put them in (laughs) to kind of like block out the whack sound mixing and I just stood next to this cute girl we were just kind of like swaying it was it was a good (laughs) night it was a good night also like just to all our younger viewers out there it's cool to wear earplugs wear earplugs Oh she yeah, it's, it. listen, no one's <laughs> going to judge you because like you're hearing, if you lose your hearing, how are you going to listen to metal music in the future? Yeah, literally. Like I learned that the hard way, like when I went to my first music festival and I literally threw up because the music was too loud and I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I need earplugs, I need earplugs stat. <laughs> yeah, like it's... Also at a metal show, know the lineup and know don't don't expend your energy like too soon if the band you like is coming up later. Also, <laughs> yeah, true, true. if you're not like so when Battle Beast was on, I was literally right at the front, right by the bars. I was like losing my entire mind. And then um when Sonata Arctica came on, I like turned to like the girl that was behind me and I was like, You like this band more than me, and I switched places with her because like Mm-hmm. Like if you can wow, tell someone's you. really, you're so plur. What's that? You're so plur. Plur? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> it's a it's a rave term. It means like peace, love, unity, and respect. And it's like <laughs> it's like what you say. Like it's like nice people at raves and like the good vibes. <laughs> yeah, and metal people are like really nice and like they're actually like oh absolutely. You- even the mosh pit was respectful. They were, like, further at the back of the venue. They're like, you don't have to fucking mosh if you don't want to. Like, we'll be over here. You know, like, okay, because I was a big, like, part of the metal community for a long time. Hell yeah. Like, and then I started going to raves. Right. And so, like, you know what I, I realized going into, like, raves is the mosh etiquette at raves are not as nice as the <gasps> mosh etiquette at, at, metal, at metal concerts. Yeah, y'all... Y'all are on different kinds of drugs at those. I feel like it makes your mosh coordination <laughs> way off. Yeah, like it's not like because most people are drunk, right? At, at a at a at a metal thing, so you're kind of just flopping around. But yeah, 
a lot of people aren't really too fucked up, but at raves, I know y'all kind of, you're there to get out your mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want us to go to a metal show. A metal show, punk show, raves. I miss music. I miss music so much. I miss just Dude, flailing no my body. Idea. Well, it'll happen. It'll happen. God, maybe. Maybe. But yeah, at this moment, I like I've said, I have such a crush on Golden. I oh, I, I love her. In, in this moment, I loved her even more. And then after the show fucking triton such a he's he's a dick he's like you um you need a lot of practice and i'm telling you my girl golden she is not having it she looks at this man like she wants to kill him and i'm like yeah fuck you she did great like he barely sang all he did was kind of go like oh and then he just fucking bit a bird's head off and i'm like you're a mermaid do you eat humans anyway this isn't even that impressive yeah it's true and also like he says that to her it's, I kind of enjoy how she kind of scoffs at him a little bit. Like, Yeah, fuck him. I'm also yeah, biased honestly. because I prefer um, women metal singers because I prefer women screaming at me than men, you know? That's valid. You're valid. I understand that. Yeah, if you ever want to hit me up for, like, women metal recommendations, I fucking got you. I, ugh. I love him so I love us so much. Also, I have a question. Did yeah. Triton get his tail chopped off? They do, yeah. It's weird because they imply that later because Golden's like trying really hard to convince Silver not to get her tail cut off because Triton mm. says if you She'll do that, you'll lose your voice. But then uh, Silver's like... He has a voice. Yeah, Silver's like, oh, but he got his tail cut off and he's like kind of fine. I mean, he doesn't really sing. He just kind of, like, makes noises. But, like, he's still able to talk. And, spoiler alert, later when Silver gets her tail cut off, she can't even talk. Yeah. So. Well, um, it's interesting because when he tells her, because I'm looking at the scene when he tells her that she needs a lot of practice. You can see his tummy scar. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. Maybe he just has more practice. Like, maybe he did it, like, so long ago, he's kind of, like, regained his voice? Maybe. It's like, he can talk, but he just can't sing, you know? Mm. Which is kind of why, like, being, like, a lead singer... You do have to be able to sing to be a metal singer, but, like, with certain kinds of metal, sometimes it's less singing, (laughs) more, like, noise-making. So maybe he just... Yeah. Because you don't really hear him sing. You just kind of see him off to the side making noise. And, you know, chewing a bird's head off. Yeah, he feels like more of a hype man than anything. Even though he says it's his band. And then also, like, when she initially shows up at the the venue, he's, like, laying down in the back, and the lady singer of the band band is, like, he's hyping himself up. (laughs) (laughs) For what? To eat a bird? (laughs) All right. And then the next scene, we have them posing for Playboy? (laughs) I guess Polish Playboy. They have, like, these kind of, like, cool stockings on over their tail and like these cute bunny Mm -hmm. ears on and then this is where you get the sisters like cutting eyes at each other and like communicating telepathically like while this shit is going on Mm -hmm. and golden's 
Like, you can't fucking do this. I don't want to be alone. I want us to be able to <laughs> stay together forever. And Silver's like, it's just a superstition. And I have mm-hmm. the note, never change yourself to fucking please someone, especially a shitty yeah. Evan Peters looking ass dude. It's so true. I know bass players like... can be very charismatic, but no bass player is worth this. No bass player is worth you going through extensive surgery to get a pussy. Dude, the fucking bass player for Sonata Arctica had such feral energy, and I swear to God, he was like <laughs> making eye contact with me, and I'm like, this feels weird. I was like, I'm not even interested in men, but he's like, I'm like, am I feeling something? Do not, listen, it'll pass. Do not let the bass players entrance you. I promise you, they they are, I, I don't believe they're worth it. No man is worth it, Also, sis. I don't know when this line comes up, but in my notes, I have, you want to have a pussy? And... I don't remember when they say that. That's kind of the plot of this whole movie is that she wants <laughs> she wants a pussy but not a tail pussy. She wants like like a human pussy. Yeah. Also, okay, speaking of which, the next scene is her getting s- sliced and diced. Yeah. To get her thing replaced. Yeah. And it's the the I thought the girl next to her was dead at first. Uh-huh. No, she's uh she's very alive, and I'm kind of curious what's her story. Yeah. <laughs> also online, I I've like seen her like described as a corpse, so maybe he she was just like imagining her turning to her because I I have it in my notes like oh cool that other girl gets to be a mermaid now, but then I'm like wait just because you're a, have a tail doesn't mean you could swim underwater now so. Oh, true. It's like you can't breathe underwater. You just have, like, the tail. A tail. And again, this is, like, very, like, surrealist imagery. Like, it's not... Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, you can't just cut your torso off and put a different torso on. We're not actually (laughs) Barbie dolls. But, you know, again, this is, like, a fairy tale. It's, like, very surrealist imagery. Silver is awake the whole time, and she is, like, singing about this. And it's very interesting. It's also, like cool because you get to see them like cut into her with a circular saw i i I find the scene very interesting but what pissed me off is they did not cut straight no they sure do not (laughs) i mean listen it's like the way that like the shady doctor is swaying he's fucking drunk (laughs) he 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 is drunk it's also cool because they're not like one too many bottles of vodka yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, like, they, when they're uh, talking to him at, like, the table and, like, paying him, like, the first thing he does is, like, take out, like, a bag of drugs, put a bunch of beer, like, a bunch of bottles of alcohol, and then money on the table, and the dude's just like, it's not my birthday. <laughs> then he he's just like, I'll do it for you. I think he's like, I'll do it for you for free, so. Yeah, yeah which but is crazy. He's still drunk, though, and it's cool because... <laughs> He's like swaying and dancing. I'm like, oh man, this sus as fuck. And it's cool because they're not <laughs> even on like real med operating tables. They're literally both on just like, like piles Things of, of ice. Like, like tables. Yeah, tables <laughs> with like filled with ice. I love it. But I don't know. It looks like he's sewing the tail onto her. 
the other girl. I think I don't think she's a corpse. I think she is supposed to be alive. Yeah, so we just have a girl with a mermaid tail but can't breathe underwater. Hey, you know, that's still like a plus, I guess, to some people. But then is she also able to then transform and the Barbie parts under there? I don't know. I would think so. I would think so. What's her story? We don't have enough time. This movie is a blessed (laughs) hour and a half. I told you hour and a half movies exist. And here she is. I love it. (laughs) Finally, the perfect length for a movie, in my opinion. Yes. Before this, Molly and I had watched the second Harry Potter movie because there is nothing more fun than making fun of Harry Potter with your friends because it is so fucking stupid (laughs) it is such a good time but that movie is like fucking two and a half fucking hours long it was like did you say you watched the second one yeah because we had already made fun of the best ones which were three and four so now we went to two man those movies are so dumb Those books are dumb. I Fuck don't know. J.K. Rowling. I don't like J.K. I don't like J.K. Rowling, but I do like those movies a lot. Dude, have you ever just like sat with like someone and just made fun of them? It is so much fun. I don't know. I'm a big fan of this. The second one is my favorite one. Is it really? Um, yeah, oh, I, I think it's. The, the, <laughs> I love the stupid snake scene a lot. Exactly! <laughs> it's so fun to make fun of the fucking snake and shit. But I, I don't know. I, I, I hate that I still love Harry Potter, but I hate J.K. Rowling so much and it makes me so torn. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Back to an unproblematic movie. Yes. Uh, Silver is going to... Uh, is trying to re- do some rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. And then her shitty boyfriend comes in and she's like, look at my uh, scar and pussy. And then they want to fuck. And the whole time I'm just screaming, like, those are fresh wounds. You want to fucking get an infection? Like, yeah. And sure enough, he gets back up and has blood over all over his tummy. And I'm like, what do you think was going to happen? At first, I'm like, oh, the blood obviously came from, like, her stomach scar, but her stomach doesn't look bloody. And then I'm like, oh, my God, did it come from her new vagina? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe what if they were both... would make sense. What if they were both bleeding? Well, now she does, like, look at it, so I don't know. Maybe it... uh, I thought it was from her tummy, but this was the moment where he's like, fuck you, I'm out, which I'm like... Good riddance, but also poor baby. <laughs> but it's like, you couldn't have done this before? Before yeah, she cut right. off her tail? Because now she can't. Yeah. Now she, like, not only can she not sing, she can't even talk. And, like, they're at back at the club and, like, they're, they're like, oh, well, Silver can still lip sync. And the owner's like, no, I'm not going to let someone lip sync in my club because he's a coward. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, well, Golden just has to go solo. And Golden's like, no, I'm not going to fucking sing without Silver. She, She's like, I don't fucking mm-hmm. sing solo. Yeah. Which, honestly, that's fair. She, she loves Silver. She doesn't want to be without her, which is, like, what makes this movie so fucking tragic. And yeah. Mitek, Mitek has 
no problem moving on at all. Like, he no. meets up with this uh, girl in a recording booth with, like, a ponytail and, like, weird sideswept bangs. Oh, and then we get, like, a quick shot of the guy who Golden bit his thumb off taking his wedding ring off with, like, a small suitcase and, I guess... I mean, we had shown that him and the other lady from Figs and Dates didn't really have, like, a good relationship, so I guess mm-hmm. they're gone for good. And then immediately you see a wedding reception on a boat for Mitek and the uh, Bangs girl. Yeah, it's true. It kind of comes out of nowhere. At first I was, I was like, that escalated quickly. I wasn't sure it was him at a fr- at first yeah like there's no really indication of how much time has passed but it's literally she gives up her tail he meets this girl and then boom wedding yeah yeah but it's it's i mean while while shit is still happy it's a dope reception everyone's there everyone from the club is there the guys Mm -hmm. are there fucking triton is there for some reason (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. Also, why would Mitek invite his ex girlfriend there? Yeah, very rude. Yeah, I mean, Silver very obviously still has feelings for him, and Golden is just mm-hmm. fucking. She is not having. She is seething. She is not having this. She's like, how fucking dare you reject? I'm also. Are are they sisters or are they just really close? I don't know. I assume they were just really close because they look nothing alike. So yeah, yeah, and Golden... they could be sisters like that. They grew up together. Yeah, they probably. seem to be blood related. Yeah, they probably like just yeah. I guess uh, what like a school of fish. They were maybe part of like the same school roommates. <laughs> you know. Yes. Yeah, but Golan's like, how fucking, how fucking dare you get married right in front of my girl? And you waited yeah, right you after waited. dumping her for having legs. She got you legs for you for having a tail. She got legs and a pussy for you, and you do this yeah. to her—the fucking worst. The worst. Yeah, and Triton is like, listen, it's now or never. You gotta fucking eat this guy before daybreak, or else you're turning into sea foam, and. The party, we see it, um, it's been going on all night, and now it's kind of like the next morning before sunrise, everyone's just, like, drunk and groggy and, like, stumbling around the boat, and Silver goes up to uh, Mitek, and she hugs mm-hmm. him, and they start swaying together, and Golden's right there being like, do it, fucking do it, and Silver's yeah. teeth you know they got sharp and she's right by his neck but but then she can't do it she can't do it she still loves him and the sun rises like, and uh did you think the seafoam thing was like metaphor or like <laughs> i feel like the first time i saw this i was like kind of surprised she actually turned into seafoam because i was like oh that's clearly like metaphor but nope she turns into actual seafoam and she's all over his front no, yeah, because that's literally the story. That's literally the fairy tale that she goes, she literally turns into Seafoam. I know, but I thought maybe, like, because this is a horror movie, maybe, like, Seafoam would be a metaphor for, like, some other kind of, like, really gross death. But no, it's just literally Seafoam. Yeah. It's literally just some bubbles. And But Mitek is, like, freaking out. He's like, what the fuck? 
fuck is this? And yeah. Golden fucking snaps. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, she she jumps at this bitch and fucking tears his throat out before running off the boat and then returning into the water. Yes. And then, uh, like if you cry every time, I cried at this ending. How about you? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't, but... Heartless. I, I felt her pain, okay? It's, <laughs> it's so fucking sad, because now Golden is all fucking alone. She lost, like... The one thing she didn't want. She, like, the whole movie, she's like, no matter what, I am not losing silver. And it is so, oh my god. It makes me so sad. Like, this kind of shit. It's like, because we don't know, like, how long mermaid lifespans are or whatever. But even if it's the same as a human, to now, they're, like, young enough. It's like, she now has to spend the rest of her life without the one person who's most important to her. Yeah. The the only thing she wanted gets lost by a shitty shitty man, right? And she doesn't even like get to because everyone witnessed her murder him. She can't stay and she has to run away and be alone. She, so she can't even stay with Triton. She didn't. She didn't want to stay in the first place. All she wanted, she was like, oh, I mean, like Triton described it as yeah, like true. when mer people come to shore, they're justificationing there. That's not yeah, their home. that's like, true. She just wanted to stop by for a bit, sing a few songs, and then swim to America. Like, yeah. she she never wanted to be part of this human world, but Silver did. And because of that, mm-hmm. she's lost the person closest to her. Very sad. I'm going to fucking cry. It is so heartbreaking. <laughs> oh, Golden, I love you. Golden, come to America. I'll fuck you. I promise. <laughs> I'll fuck your weird tail. No, I, your tail's not weird. It's perfect, and I love you. <laughs> it's so sad. I hate men. Men are trash. <laughs> All men are trash. All men are trash. All right. Well, let's uh, rate this thing, and then um, I'll answer any questions you have. I feel like for me, obvious. This is my ten out of ten. This is one of my favorite movies. I love it so much has everything I want. Oh. It has mermaids, singing, eating humans, sharp teeth, body horror as metaphor. I it's everything. <laughs> it has a woman director. It has a banging soundtrack. Literally, what else could I want? It's ten out of ten, and I recommend this to anyone. Yeah, uh I think it was a good concept. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's not a 10 out of 10 for me. It's, yeah, um, fair. I would put it at as a 8 out of 10. Like, I liked it and I enjoyed it, but I found myself being, like, skipping. Like, wanting to skip through the movie a little bit. Oh, like, like to get to scenes? the point. There is no... Like, I mean, there is a point, but it's the pro- it's the journey. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But specifically, it was, like, uh, um, like when they're getting drunk. After throwing the girls off the thing, that was uh, like yeah. the scene that I really was skipping through. And yeah, then earlier that one goes on, on too long. it was just like I just felt like a lot of scenes just kind of dragged on a little bit. But I know that's the style. It's just something that I didn't like. Yeah, and that's 
Yeah, this movie, it, it's it's not going to be for everyone, but I would like for everyone to at least try watching it. I also think it's yeah. really interesting. I was, oh, well, would you recommend this? I guess I didn't ask you that. Oh, well, yeah, of course I would. Hell yeah. Yeah, and so I did quite a bit of research about this movie because I knew some of these facts beforehand, but something mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of, I one of the distributors, either the Polish or the American one, they shot a trailer for it that completely left out the fact that it was about man-eating mermaids. What? Yeah, they cut out anything relating to mermaids and just promoted this as a Polish musical because there are like basically no Polish musicals. And needless to say, uh, when people showed up to this movie expecting, like, I, I think I saw one thing saying they marketed this as... Polish Chicago, which Whoa. it is not. <laughs> it is very, it is very different. People, um, people were upset because they showed up to the movie expecting one thing, and got a completely other thing. And the completely other thing is, of course, something I love. But I went into this movie knowing what I was getting. But I can imagine yeah. people who are expecting the Polish Chicago and get the lure, they, they, they were probably a bit thrown off, you know? Yeah, that's insane. I, I, I that's, a, how can you, but like literally that's the main thing. The first thing is mermaids. How could they like avoid the mermaids? Dude, I, I'm telling you, I have no idea, but like, this is why it kind of had like such mixed reviews when it came out. Cause people really were uh. like, expecting one thing and they were like i'm sorry what <laughs> it's a what it's a what it's a what now it's a who they got no pussy what <laughs> what they got pussies in chicago i'm thrown off the best goth musical about man eating mermaids ever this is one of this is the best this is the best polish horror movie musical about man eating mermaids in existence and i can say that very confidently yeah, I mean, it's the only one. <laughs> God, I mean, hey. All right. Uh, let me. Okay, so you said you had some questions. I'm going to see if I can answer them. Well, I guess most of my questions came up was, why did they come back after being thrown into um, into the water and carpet? See, that would be like red flag number one. You need to leave. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> uh, yeah, but like also, why did she take the mermaids in the first place when they were gonna eat? Like in the very first scene, it was clear they were luring the men to eat them, and then she just is like, "Hey, wow, that's scary. Maybe I should could use them in my act." Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just gonna let them live with us. Yeah, I think the answer is love. <laughs> it's love for both. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's okay. love. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, just a, a really cute fact is that the director said one of the inspirations for this movie was the Ghibli film Ponyo. Really? Well, yeah. Well, it is a Little Mermaid story, so I guess that makes sense. I just think that's real cute. I like that. Plat, plat. Whenever plat, I plat. think of Ponyo, I think of the fucking weird fish feet going plat, plat. <laughs> 
I thought you were saying clap, clap, like a round of applause for the lure and also Ponyo. But you're like, no, plap, plap, fish feet. Plap, plap, fish Fish feet. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I love this movie so much. Look it up. Uh, Look up the backstory. I just, I love the idea of she was like, yeah, I grew up in a Soviet discotheque. And I experienced a lot of, like, sadness and, like, alcohol and erotica at a young age. So here is my story about growing up in this environment, but through two mermaids. And I'm like, that's so that's so genius of you, sis. I love that. Yeah. I love that, body that horror really cool. as a metaphor. It's one of my favorite genres of horror. You know, like ginger snaps and like jennifer's body and all this shit i love it it also always happens to women okay no actually that's not true that pretty much every fly yeah i i said that and immediately regretted it like the fly american werewolf in london all the pretty much every male werewolf movie i immediately was like (laughs) i i told a lie i told a lie right there but technically, I guess it's every just... male werewolf movie is about the female cycle, so... Ooh, love it. Every uh, We've yeah. said it right here. Every uh, male werewolf movie is actually about uh, being a trans man and how difficult that is in this society. <laughs> like, honestly, though. <laughs> See, this is It is happened. genuinely about the... Um, it is genuinely, like, inspired by, like... The, the woman's cycle and like yeah. getting your period the full moon is a metaphor for your yeah <laughs> exactly it's like how i always call myself like an alien from outer space just because um being a non-binary lesbian on this world can feel very isolating hmm. yep and uh it'd be it's it's much more fun to imagine myself as a 12-eyed pink alien than just a giant sad lonely lesbian <laughs> ah save me <laughs> with ladies please ladies please i'm like my even my mom is like just fucking get on a dating app i'm like it's a pandemic i literally even if i find someone i like i won't be able to meet up with them for probably 500 more years no you can still meet up with them Maybe. I'm coward. I did. <laughs> you live with your partner, Teresa. It's different. Well, yeah, but I made a friend who at like a store and we were talking and then he wrote on his like thing that he was sad and I was like, oh, let's go out to a park and get drunk and eat cookies. And he was like, hell yeah. And I was like, great. And so we did. And I hadn't seen him since before, since I saw him at the store. So, you know. I want to I wanna get drunk in a park and eat cookies with you, Teresa. I miss you. Bitch, I miss you too. I wish you could come here. You could sleep on my uh, bed. I wish I was a mermaid. <laughs> I sleep on two mattresses. I'll just like separate the mattresses. And then... I want to be, be a mermaid and you're also a mermaid. And then we swim in the water and meet up. We are yeah. silver and golden. I mean, we are. Like, I was thinking about it as well. Yeah. Like... Blonde one, brown-haired one. <laughs> one that falls in love with a man, one that is most likely a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. I, like, even if, like, Golden, you know, I, in my heart, she's lesbian, 
Uh, you could say maybe she's bi, and I'm like, yeah, that's valid too, but I, as a lesbian, am projecting that onto her, and that is my right, I guess? Well, she, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, she eats all the men she's with, and See? she leaves the only woman alive, so. Exactly, just like lesbians. Just like lesbians. Just like lesbians. <laughs> Every man I've ever met, I've eaten. Yeah. Yep. On that note, uh, <laughs> Teresa, if you don't have any other questions, uh, would you like to spin the wheel of horror? Let's do it. Yay, here we go. I don't know what I'm doing here. Is it bankruptcy? No, it's um, (laughs) it's a it's a last minute European addition to the wheel. Oh, is it Midsummer or Europe? (laughs) No, uh, it's let the right one in. Oh, it's um Swedish. Das Swedes. Well, I mean, the Swedes. Das Swedes. Oh, this one looks mega spooky. I I I'm actually yeah I don't remember why but. I mean, this movie has been recommended to me so many times and I keep like putting it off. And like when we were putting the wheel together, like I felt bad because like we already both had our four things and bankruptcy. And I was like, I'm going to add this in just real quick, just because I've been feeling real shitty about never seeing it. And uh, here we go. Wow, it was in the stars. Literally, as an I star, put it in the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, like I said, I really love European movies. And I have to, Americans are f- so stupid with trying to take movies that are so rooted in the countries in which they take place and trying to Americanize them. Like, I was having mm-hmm. like a fucking conniption the other day trying to remember if the girl with the dragon tattoo movie I saw was the American one or the Swedish one. Like, I I still don't know. I think I'm going to have to literally watch both and try to parse out (laughs) which one I saw. Is there two different versions? There's the original Swedish one, and then they made an Americanized or English language version with the fucking uh, Daniel Craig from James Bond. And that makes me think I saw the Swedish one because I'm pretty certain they were speaking in Swedish. And I really feel like I would remember fucking Daniel Craig in The Girl with the Dragon (laughs) Tattoo. But then it's like I see the two Lisbeths and I'm like, I don't fucking remember. (laughs) And these movies are like three hours long. And I was like, guess I have to watch both. And Molly's like, please don't do yourself. Maybe if you look at the... um... Like the trailers, maybe you'll get a better idea. Dude, I I read multiple articles trying to figure it out. <laughs> but basically, like, um, Let the Right One In is also Swedish. And then Americans also made their own version of it. And, like, both of these movies are so oh. rooted in the countries they're based in. It's like, and the originals are also both so good that I'm like, why do we do this? Why can't we just let things be foreign? Why do we have to make our own shit? 
The only time they're going to do that with um, Parasite too. No, are they? Yo. No, I think so. Yeah, no. I heard. Oh my god! Fucking leave it alone. Just watch the original, <laughs> guys. <laughs> guys, I t- just watch the original. I'll, I mean, listen, maybe I'm a hypocrite because I, I still haven't seen the Japanese ring. I've only seen the American one. I think the American one actually is pretty good. Maybe that'll be an episode where we watch both and compare. Ooh, that would be a fun one. Yeah, maybe in the future. Uh, Write in our three listeners if that sounds interesting to you. <laughs> hey, we love them. I love all three of you with all of this heart in my hand that I chewed out of a man. <laughs> That's really is one of like my favorite visuals of this movie is her just like dragging her giant seven foot tail across the lake into the water with just a heart in her mouth. I was like, yes, animalistic fucking man eating mermaids. How it yeah, was meant to be. The CG in that is really good. Yeah. Like, well, the tails are a combination of practical and special effects. And I mean, not special effects, uh, CGI. That's why it all looks so good. Yeah. Cause the tails, like, they had to, like, they had to hire choreographers to specifically help the actresses maneuver themselves with the tail on. So, yeah, like, wow. the actresses are actually wearing, like, these giant, heavy seven-foot tails. And then I think the only CGI was when the tails had to be moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, nah, they're actually, and that's why they look so fucking cool. Can we just do the lure again next week? Can we do it again? <laughs> Can we do it again? <laughs> Um, this is now the lore cast. Good, the lore cast. We only talk about mermaids. <laughs> I mean, hey, speaking of only talking about, we didn't mention Paris Hilton in the House of Wax yet. Um, so this is our Paris Hilton segment. <laughs> Nothing in this movie reminded us of House of Wax. Is that a success or a failure? It's a success. It's a success. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would love to see Paris Hilton in one of these giant seven-foot fishtails. Oh my god, she would look so good as a mermaid. That's hot. (laughs) That's so hot. You know what? I want her to have, like, a custom, like, mermaid tracksuit where, like, it's, like, a normal tracksuit at the top and then the bottom is just kind of basically, like, a long skirt made of, like, a matching tracksuit material. (laughs) And then a little, like fishtail at the bottom no no because it's gonna be like the long serpent tail like these mermaids have yeah but it would be like coming out of the 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 like i'm imagining like maxi skirt tracksuit right yeah yeah and then like from the bottom you see like the little slithering tail just peeking a little bit oh out. yeah 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 okay i got you i'm like do not try to make this a fucking disney mermaid i only want the most phallic of mermaid tails <laughs> you'll like mermaid tail with the i love the scene with like the the hi we're gonna back to this horror movie in our horror movie podcast but uh i like the scene where she's having sex with the lady and then the lady like caresses the spines and they like flick back and i was like mm, that's good stim right there <laughs> oh, i love it i love when she's in her fucking full body like 
fishnet stocking and she's just fucking grinding on the tail, I was like, get out of my head. <laughs> this movie was like, we're like, we know what this specific lesbian in America wants to see. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Literally every time I'm in the ocean, I'm like, mermaids, take me away. I want to be with you. <laughs> I'm so stu- I'm so stupid. Uh, also, I'm looking at our anchor, and we actually have like six listeners. I love. We have an estimated audience of nine. So I feel like two of those are us, though. So maybe an audience of seven? Huh? Maybe. Wow! I love you guys. Wow! I love all seven of you. <laughs> I hope you guys like mermaids. I mean, everyone loves mermaids, right? Right? Everyone? Everyone, everyone loves mermaids. Everyone is, um, as. T- <laughs> Maybe I should be more ashamed of how into mermaids I am. Is this like. Is this like a kink? I don't think it's a kink, right? Is it? Maybe you're just a monster fucker and that's okay. Ah, uh, ah, uh, I see. I see. I'm just so fascinated with sea monsters. Yeah, you know, that's okay. I, I'm a monster fucker too. We out here. We out here. We're valid. Uh, no monsters next week. Only a very sad child vampire. <laughs> yeah. Do not Yay. fuck. Do not fuck that monster. Do not. <laughs> or do, and then die. Oh. But... Oh, it's a child. It's okay, a child, right. Teresa. I they, I, okay, this I isn't summer of '84. Because I thought it was, uh, uh, when I was looking at it, they looked like, um, like, I thought maybe, like, it looks like a lady, but I guess it's a child, and they don't grow up. Okay. <laughs> it's very sad. It's very, um, interview with a vampire. Uh, the best, okay. the best instance of a child vampire was in what we do in the shadows, when there's the two little <laughs> schoolgirl vampires, and they're like... We're luring a pedophile. We're gonna eat him for dinner. Ask good work, kids. Ah, you love to see it. Yeah, we do. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to finally get around to this movie people have been telling me to watch for fucking years. Yeah. You've heard That's of this. Fair. You've heard of this one, right, right, T-Bone? I have not. I've never heard of this one. Shocked. I'm shocked. I'm excited to uh, have a movie that you haven't seen before, though. I'm so excited. I, yeah, I realized I've been putting a lot of movies that I've already seen on this list. And seeing as how I'm often more caught off guard by movies than you, I can't wait to be like, (gasps) and you're just like, bitch, you didn't see that fucking coming from 10 miles away. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Rocky yeah. Also, exciting fucking. news. Oh yeah, what's exciting the, news, Teresa? The next episode, I'm gonna have a microphone. <gasps> Yay! Oh my gosh, yeah. guys, that's literally—it's not even—it's not even gonna be the best day of Teresa's life. It's gonna be the best day of my life because I'm our sound editor. Yeah, it's gonna be finally like. Hopefully, I won't sound as. Sharp and titty. So, I, and I hopefully won't have to edit out so much background noise. So much dread of literally me <laughs> farting this entire episode. No, all the farts get left in. Please, I would never remove farts. Please remove the farts. 
No, it, it's how we it's how we communicate telepathically. It's sweethearts. <laughs> secret has been revealed yeah if you were always like why the fuck are they always farting and it's like well this is how we tell ourselves the secret notes and it's why our um (laughs) it's why our podcast runs so smoothly so seamlessly oh yes (laughs) (laughs) well on that note it's not over till the wilhelm screams and uh what does paris have to say Teresa? paris really needs to pee guys and when paris has to pee Paris has to pee. Wait, how does she pee with her mermaid tail? Her cloaca? How? Do they probably pee through their little vagina hole thing? Like the, the cloaca. Pro- yeah, I guess. Huh. All right. Bye. <laughs> what a note to end on.